Mr. Kapoor. Oh, what a sigh. Hello. What a nice sigh. Welcome to our ASMR podcast where we just <laughs> sigh the whole time. <sighs> this is Rough Cuts. Episode. Who the fuck knows, dude? Loving it. <laughs> My name is Tanner. I'm still Dustin. Sick. We should change our names one day. Um. What if I legally changed? I'm trying to change my name. <gasps> I never knew this. Spotify. Oh. Yeah, you did. I, I thought you meant in real life. Oh, no. I was like, what? You don't like Tanner? <laughs> what? But you're like leather guy. <laughs> I have to be Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> Sees me with a leather jacket once. You're the guy. <laughs> oh, no. I meant, Oh, yeah. That, that's, that tracks. But uh, <laughs> Everyone was like, whoa, new jacket. I was like, this is like five years old. <laughs> Ooh. Did I, does everybody like your jacket? Everyone seems to enjoy it. I didn't even realize you didn't wear it before. Um, I don't wear it too often. The, the arms are really long. Um, I keep meaning to get it. Like, is it real leather? Yes. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Back when I had money to spend. <laughs> yeah. I have a wool jacket that's from, from times before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's way out of shape. Oh, shit. I forgot my drink outside. Oh, shit. All right. It's just it's just me and you guys. Um, um, what the... Oh, that's, I thought you meant like outside, but you just meant outside the door. I was like, ooh, okay. Story time. Don't worry. I'm back. Welcome back, uh, Tanner with two L's. Oh, sick. I mean, like his last name. And one I? Has two L's. <laughs> yeah, I literally had to, like, get used to being like, hey, uh, yeah, my name is Tanner Wilson, uh, Wilson with two L's. Like, everyone in my family Why? had to, like, describe that. Because <laughs> who else do you know, Wilson? What else have you seen the word just Wilson? haven't thought of Wilson that hard. <laughs> Um, like it's not like but a, if you were to have spelt it before knowing me it would definitely be one L like Wilson golf balls like Wilson everything is one L well for no yeah you got a point there I just mean I never like I've never it's never been a stopping point in a conversation for me <laughs> I'm like ah shit yeah so that's that what are you change? no hold on what, oh, are you okay. change, what are you changing your name to oh Tanner with the one eye oh, come on wait you don't what? like that you like that worse than Tanner. two L's one eye Tanner with the one eye? Oh, Tanner that's the, the whole eye. name? That'll be the name. It's a bit long. Like my producer name. I mean, I like it. It's a bit long. Of course. Okay. But it's at least You've easier to hear <laughs> and then type into Spotify. You, oh, yeah. Two that L- it was the one thing where it was like, hey, two L's one eye, could you... Uh, <laughs> I was like, do you mean the letter to? The yeah, exactly, num- exactly, um, exactly. Yeah, this is the tracks. Um, that was like the main issue. I thought it was like clever. Um, it was. It was too clever. Exactly, exactly. Too mysterious. Tanner with the one eye. Yeah. Yeah, it's catchy for some reason. Yeah. It was Tanner, literally like... Because um, Tanner doesn't have any eyes in it. <laughs> Toby was like... Uh, we were at a, some... Uh, where were we? We were at the park. We were at Trout Lake and there was a band playing. I think Shway. Shout out to Trout Lake. And we were just like chilling. And Toby left to get a drink. Um, I think his mom was there. Trout Lake um, is not big. And he went to get a drink and he found some guys that worked at Continental and he, they like just like talked to each other for a little bit because he goes there fairly often. I don't think there's any trout in And either. he's like, oh yeah, I'm here with Tanner. And the guy the guy that he was talking to was like, oh, is that Tanner with the one eye? And Toby like <laughs> got like slightly offended like on my behalf. He was like, hey, I don't think he'd like that. <laughs> and then he came and told me the story and I was like, I kind of take that. <laughs> Who was it? Tell me who said that. And I still don't know. Tanner with the one eye. Ooh, it's better that you don't know. Exactly. Uh, some nameless dude named it for me, and I'm okay with it. That's the best. You don't have to give him any credit. Yeah. I know it was one of the guys when he wants a PC, from Spank Williams. Famous. Spank Williams. Um, with the one L? Um, maybe. Williams with one L? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they spell it, actually. 
the fucking singer that that band is so fucking talented. Yeah, They're like musical fucking genius. Whoa, like high praise. Crazy. Yeah, no, he's he's super fucking talented. He's such a genuine dude too. Oh, that's fucking the best. Max, you rock. Does that ever make you mad when someone's so talented and so nice, and you're like, oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's nice. You love you love it for them. Yeah, no, for sure. Like those are the people that to fucking deserve it. Um, me too, for sure. But I remember definitely being younger and trying. Oh, uh, like kind of jealousy, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You're like, why you can't? You got to be a pedophile or something <laughs> <laughs> for me to be happy for it's you. It's way too often in the music industry. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> or just everywhere. Yeah. Well, it happened recently in Vancouver. Um, oh. The drummer for uh, Dassey's band and um, a couple. He was he's like kind of a roaming musician, like a like a not a studio musician, but like he he worked a lot of live live sets and stuff with random other bands. I think he worked with Stutter as well, but I may be mistaken on that. Are we about to fucking cast some shade on this guy? Uh, well, he's a pedophile, so sure. <laughs> cast all the fucking shade you want. Fair enough. Some fucking uh, YouTuber from the States, I think, like was like investigating him. Ooh. Um, and it was like doing like a YouTube series about it. That and sucks. They, I guess that, they like made a like a documentary. Took you down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it sucks that it was like like it's not Chris Hansen showing up at your door. It's like some guy. Yes, yeah, so, like, I'm gonna get you. And you're I don't like, think they you? were like going to anyone's house or anything like that because I, I believe they were from America. Um, but it was it was like damn, like like Dassey's a, a nice a nice lady. Like she should she doesn't deserve this. Rough. Yeah. Do you know who Nisian is? Oh, Nisian. Yeah, yeah. That I was that. a I weird fucking thing. story, dude. Yeah, I saw that Holy whole shit, that was thing. so weird. Yeah. I uh I knew about him like way in in the in the pre days mm. in like the beginning YouTube days he's kind okay. of an OG YouTuber actually yeah yeah I didn't hear about him till the shit kind of hit the fan I mean shit was always okay so like this is my experience with him um it was just so weird like I watched a video right and he just released this, this drama drama based <laughs> but he just released this video where he's like me and my wife had a fight and I don't really want to release the video I recorded. And I'm like, what? And then he releases the that's, video. So what? Why? What? <laughs> just don't talk about it. And I'm like, oh, like it's just a gimmick. And I'm like, oh no, he's like serious. And he's like, this they, they big definitely had a fight. <laughs> drama. Well, like I just thought it was like this. I don't know. You know how some YouTubers like make a whole thing about like a pseudo personality. Mm-hmm. And that's like they're like gimmick and you meet him in real life and I'm like yeah it's just a character and he sounds like this is serious real life and I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> what are you talking about and then like years later he has this giant meltdown yeah I feel kind of bad for him except for the possible pedophilia shit or whatever yeah and like locking fucking your girlfriend oh, up and like oh did he oh I, I was like even... locking people up and like like chaining them to the wall in his basement and shit oh my god I tried not to give so him attention fucking bad is he in jail though or what uh, I have no idea how that whole went down do you know who Nisian is oh Nisian yeah, yeah I saw that I saw that whole thing <laughs> crazy anyway chris hansen knocked on his door i think that's where i got yeah that i saw that from. i saw that crazy crazy <laughs> um, pretty fucked up but still like he did it to the right person i guess oh yeah that was anyway so, man some things happen huh in life mm-hmm. so weird yeah some people are fucking crazy james franco made me so sad dude i loved his stuff what happened to James Franco again? I, okay, I don't... This is... Fuck, we're on a podcast. Um, <laughs> I know there was some shady shit with... I don't know that he was straight up pedophile. I don't think he was because he would definitely be in jail. Right. Uh, he definitely, like, held, like, an acting class and was, like, fucking mm, young fans. Okay, yeah, he was, he was dabbling. Yeah, yeah. Some... some. <laughs> I think that's shady. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, yeah the power yeah. dynamic, for sure. Of course, of course. It is definitely taking advantage of. Yeah. The whole consent thing gets a little uh, <laughs> issues there, but, you know... The whole what? consent issue oh yeah yeah um 
But yeah. Anything power dynamic, right? I think it's just sort of sketchy. Like it's if weird. You, yeah. yeah. That makes it like harder, for, like when you get more successful too, right? Like. Oh yeah, you can't. Date, what do you do? You in can that, like, only date actors. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was, I was That's listening to someone point. else talk about it too. Is like, you almost want to date other actors or like other people that have already made that success because at least you know like they don't give a fuck about your fame they don't give a fuck about your money like right. they've already got their shit yeah. sorted they don't need you kind of thing you know what I mean so it, it like makes dating on that level easier and more attractive to you interesting I do love a fucking sweetheart story though of like like I found this girl out of nowhere yeah Carol from bar. fucking Louisiana yeah. or like like you rise up together kind of thing oh that's so nice yeah. oh let's write that story let's pretend that's what happened <laughs> 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 I'd rather subscribe to that. Yeah, yeah. You feel like? Do you, do you feel like we're so drawn to drama? Like, I mean, I guess, I guess, right? Why is drama so interesting? Like, I want to subscribe to the YouTube channel of Anti Onision, where it's like no drama. Hey, some guy like no, because that's that just like a not science channel. What? <laughs> it's yeah, just like well, a science channel. Our science and pedophilia opposites. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> no, but I mean, just somebody who's just like, hey, man, I want to try this thing. And then you watch them do it, and they're like, ah, he did it. Yay. <laughs> like, like yes. I guess there is a lot of that, actually. Yeah. But, like, um, unless you're there for the content, like, you're not there for somebody's success story, I feel. I don't, like, it's a... Well, I mean, it depends on the video, I guess, or depends on the podcast. Yeah, but, I mean, like, you're there for the content that they're successful from, right? But you're never watching somebody become successful right as like at least i'm not but like i, I definitely like that's not the reason you're watching the yeah game. yes yeah and i think that's, that's a weird concept but yet the reverse of that watching somebody fucking decay it's like hard to look away like an mm-hmm. accident on a highway or something yeah well that's a, that's a lot of art too right like a lot of like musicians and stuff like you hear album to album like how they change as a person kind of thing Ooh, true so true I saw this SNL, no, uh, like a, I don't know, Conan or whatever, Mm -hmm. interview with Pete Davidson, who was just real pissed off at uh, Kanye West. (laughs) And he was like off the meds or whatever. And he was like, Pete was or Kanye? Kanye was. Oh, yeah. And then he was like, Pete, what's your, what's your take on that? He's like, meds are great. I'm on them. (laughs) Take them. You know, know, Pete Davidson, he's got this like so deadpan fucking like, he's like, if I was on a plane and the pilot said, I'm off the meds. This is the real me. I would jump <laughs> off that fucking plane. And he pulled out a hat that said, bring Kanye 2006 back. <laughs> and he's like, we loved you, man. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> like that guy. Um, we were having a rad conversation. Oh, cool. I like those. About... Um, <laughs> the face you're fucking making. What is oh it? Oh god, you guys are missing out on the fucking camera work that we can. This fucking faces, man. In the future. In the future. Wow, you got a nice voice, actually. <laughs> I have a nice voice. Yeah, I know. That gave me a little ring. <laughs> Dude, I love my your- hair. Stood up. I love. <laughs> oh, I ASMR podcast is bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> Damn. I loved your. I loved your cars. I don't cover have a car. 
cover. Oh, oh, the chasing, chasing, chasing cars. cars. Yeah, Snow Patrol or whatever. So good. Look it up. Wait, do you have that anywhere? Uh, it's on SoundCloud, I think, actually. SoundCloud. Under Tanner Wilson Space One. <laughs> okay. I think because Tanner Wilson was taken for whatever reason when I was making it. <laughs> so Spotify, Spotify just inserted a number one at the end. <laughs> or SoundCloud, I should say. Yeah, why is it on Spotify? What's, 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 uh, even... It's a cover. I think there's like rights issues there. What? Also, just, I mean. Nobody can post covers on Spotify? I didn't know that. No, you can. Um, mm. I don't know the whole legality of it, so I didn't want to even think about dealing with it. Oh. And. I don't know. It's an okay it's rendition. Good. Oh, it's pretty good. Um, You're being humble. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. I, I think if I was going to do covers and like post them, I'd want to change the music more because that was the straight, oh, like I tried to copy fair. every single yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, you, did you produce it too? Like uh, the sounds? Yeah, yeah, I did everything. Oh, I, I did everything except for like play a lot of the instruments. I did all the... <laughs> it's like a big portion. Well, not really. Most of the work was like the editing and the, the Correct recording. Correct me, sir. Um, cause like I had the musician play it, but I was the one like miking everything, recording it on the, in the studio. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. And doing everything else. So like they were playing, but I was doing just as much work at the same time. Right. Dope. Um, I and then doing it. more after that. I liked it. I liked it cause it's a good song, but like you did, you didn't ruin it. Right? I mean, that's the best <laughs> yeah. you can hope for in a cover that yeah. you're trying to copy. Right? It was good. Oh my, God, my pretty voice shone through. Well, it's cool to hear you sing because, like, your friend's like, Yo, man, I sing. And I'm like, And you're like, Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, it, you're lying if you if that's not your first thought. Yeah. Um, I, I also, but it was good. Also, um, it was good. When I sing, like, in public around, like, just regular people I know, I, I usually do, like, purposely bad renditions of like random songs yeah of course you know what i mean that's like always the joke with your friends right You're yeah like, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah and he usually gets a laugh so i'm like okay this is working i'll just keep yeah. going with and this then he just of. fucking throws out the voice of an angel yeah yeah so like when you do actually sing like naturally for once people would be like i didn't know you could sing And you're like what well, <laughs> remember you Sorry. told me that story and then it happened and i'm like wow <laughs> i'm on all sides of this okay dude one time we were fucking walking down the street my my my, my good man and I feel like this is with me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. A very inspiring moment. Oh, sweet. we were kind of drunk. Oh. Uh, and I was trying to That's sing inspiring. a song, <laughs> and I was doing uh, I guess what you call head voice, trying to. Right. But I didn't. With head voice, I feel like you got to just fucking go for it, right? Or else it's gonna be like half-assed and whiny. Uh, it depends on the song, but sure. Yeah. Fair go enough. Go on. I was, it was a pretty high song. Okay. <laughs> and and you're and you're like, <laughs> and you like gave me this inspiration that came from a place where you've been in the same you've been in the same place you're like you gotta just you gotta just go for it and I was like oh that's inspiring and I'm drunk enough to take that advice <laughs> No, we're on a public street and then I sang hard and you're like that's it draw from that and I sang louder you was like you keep going <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt, don't remember this but alright so inspired dude <laughs> such a good moment for me cause like like I was like oh man like I feel like everybody at least starting singing in the shower and shit right that's your safe place you're yeah like, yeah shower, anyone like, can do anything in the shower yeah yeah it's good acoustics all that exactly exactly but i was like w in front of people and i'm like oh no i don't have a voice i don't have any voice training but i love this i want to sing mm -hmm. and you're like do it it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> and it was so oh my god dude it just filled my heart with joy oh that's good i was like the grinch with oh. the heart grew three sizes too that's big great. And i'm I, glad i did that for you i don't <laughs> remember it at all <laughs> <laughs> it was good, dude. You don't need to remember. <laughs> Welcome to the Knowledge Hour with Tanner and Dustin, where we teach you about something that we're passionate about, and I hope that you learn something and have some fun, too. Because, you know, we actually feel pretty passionate about this. Put a lot of work into it. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears, you know? 
Got home pretty late a couple nights, actually. Wife's wondering where I've been. Food got cold in the stove one too many times, you know? Don't know how long kids are away from wondering where daddy is, so I really hope that you appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> or you could be a dick about it, I guess. I mean, who even really cares if you're here? You think we're doing this for you? No, we're doing this for us, man. We're the ones that are trying to do it and, and achieve something that you can't even dream of. I don't even know if you know what it's like to do anything that you really want to do in your life. Because I don't even know if you even try. All you're doing there is sitting and criticizing us. You think that's the best you got? The best you could possibly do is just show everybody's good. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> anyway, I uh, hope you enjoy it. The Knowledge Hour. Um, <clears throat> School. School. For you. For me. I love the way you describe school, man. Okay. Seriously. In what context? Uh, like my university schooling? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, because you describe this like work ethic that it inspired you to. Um, of where you just keep, you keep wanting to work uh, and you want to like, it just created this like structure for you that you could actually be productive in music making. Um, and it was so... It was, we were bullshitting uh, outside about like trying to take that structure uh, and apply it to real life mm -hmm. as if it's so easy and the key to everything. Yeah, I mean, self imposed guidelines almost never work. Yeah, because you can just like whatever. You can just. Yeah, you can make a million rules. Just following them is the issue. Yeah, because like you're not, you're the only one who pays the price. Yeah, right? <laughs> literally. And it's, it's no, easy to let yourself And down. there's no price. Yeah. Like really, except yeah. for not doing it. Exactly. It's, no one's giving you a bad grade. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. And so the deadline thing is, um, it's kind of interesting. When somebody else imposes a deadline, it's still as meaningless as the deadlines that you uh, put for yourself. Yeah, but, but it's letting someone else down is harder than letting yourself down. Yeah, is that it? Is that the secret to school? I think that's literally it. <laughs> These people that because like in for the majority of the case, like these people more or less care about you and they care about your success. Mm. And at least that's the story I had going through music school because I had a lot more like one-on-one, -on -one, mm. a lot more like very individualized classes in music kind of thing. So you got very close with these people who were honest to God, like trying to help you succeed kind of thing, right? Trying real hard. <laughs> exactly. Whether you wanted it fuck or not. <laughs> That's the job. Um, so yeah, so it's like, you're not just letting yourself down, you're letting these people down. And of course, there's an issue with money, like you're paying this money, but like that is so easy to blow over when someone else is paying the bills up front. What do you mean? <clears throat> Getting a loan and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like everyone, oh, true, everyone true. has the price of, of university right off the yeah. bat. Well, I feel like that's the big thing, right? Is uh, like because you're paying for it, it kind of some of the magic, some of that care. The authentic, it's hard to create authentic, an authentic connection with somebody if you're paying them to have it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it seems that it definitely holds true. Like this is their job. It, basically a teacher, you know, they want to inspire. Of course. Um, that's like, I think the whole reason you yeah. get into and the it. More, not. The more you give to them, the more they're willing to give back to you. Like the more they get out of it, right? Like, that's a nice thing. Maybe that wasn't the reason they, like a lot of university professors don't want to teach. You know what I mean? Like that's not why they became a professor. You know, they just want to like do the research and keep doing whatever oh, the yes. fuck they're doing at school. A lot of them don't want to be teachers. But if you if they are teaching and they have at least a little bit of like inkling of like, this is nice, I don't mind doing this. If you give them something to teach you, like you go to them after class and you're like, hey, um, I didn't understand this. Could you re-explain this to me? Like if you give them like your effort and you give them your time, they will give it right back to you. Mm. So true. Um we were talking about trying to take that concept and bringing it into the real world because mm -hmm. it's, it's one thing to basically pay to have a structure of productivity. But how do we, you know, 
you take out of school whatever you learn for whatever skill you have, but how useful is it if you cannot apply it to your own productivity and make your own schedule that essentially the school is doing for you? I feel like that's so undervalued, like the actual structure and stuff in and terms of skills involved of making that happen for yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, like, because, like, in reality, they're just like, they're giving you tools that were already out there. I guess this this definitely depends on what you're going to school for, but right. they're giving you in- access to tools and information that were already out there, mm-hmm. but just kind of like guiding you through it in a human experience kind of way, like mm-hmm. something that they've obviously already gone through and can help you. I think there's no better teacher than a, a, another person, right? Like you can teach yourself and watch videos and all that, but having somebody to relate to the specific experience you're having and having... A teacher that can kind of um, speak the same dialect of the way that you need to learn, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, is like the most helpful thing in the world. Yeah, well, that's the good teacher, right? Is not just being able to teach it one way, but de- being able to teach it to multiple different people. Yeah, um, that's like, like the mark of a good teacher. Yeah. Is like actually be able to like explain it in different ways, kind of thing. Yeah, in whatever way they need to. Exactly, exactly. And so, finding that person and finding the right method for that person. Yeah. Oh God, I love that. I love that concept, dude. Michael was so good at, at, at doing that. that. I was so dumb dude, <laughs> learning in the shop. And even like doing with like a language barrier too must have been so much harder for him. Uh, yeah, he was so good at that though. He like, I remember there was a couple times he was like, ah, oh, I wish, I wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we speak the same. <laughs> um, I fucking love that guy, man. Right. But uh, so in school, so we want to take that concept, right? If we could just take that, if we could take what we're paying people to do in concept of productivity and knowledge i guess passing on knowledge and just take it to our so we've taken we've learned our knowledge right and we know we now have the base right i feel like at best school is the base of knowledge for whatever you're interested in and then you get into the field ideally and you grow from there right and then you you know become the full-fledged whatever and then maybe you teach one day or whatever pass right. on yeah but uh it's interesting to take the structure that school offers into the real world i feel like that's a not an easy thing to do um, and if we could do that, like, would that not be, that is the, that's the goal, right? Is like, well, I suppose the goal would be to be successful in whatever field that you've studied, but the path to success has got to involve recreating some kind of producti- productivity structure, uh, akin to what you had in school. For me at the very least, I agree. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it works for everyone. Oh, true. It's just as like true. a, a like lay out there kind of thing, but um, I agree because a lot of people react negatively to guidelines imposed by other Interesting. people. Interesting. Uh, very like not necessarily threatened, but they'll push back very easily. And maybe it's just like wrong situation, wrong time kind of thing. Yeah, that's very true. That was a big very general thing. <clears throat> um, and a lot of it is like wrong time kind of thing, right? Like a lot of like even I was pushing back on on shit like that in high school, right? Oh like yeah, I was that's I was so a true. very mediocre student all through oh, yeah, elementary, so all through middle school, and I only I only did well in music in high school kind of thing. Oh, that's cool you that you knew that even back then. I missed half of my fucking classes. <laughs> I didn't skip a lot. I just wasn't good at anything. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Yo, this is the underdogs talking to the world, man. You could yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like super fucking average and it was just like, well, okay, I guess. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast with Rob Zombie. Um, I don't know why. I was just listening to a lot of his music and I was just interested in the guy because someone who can take like music and like 
making movies. Like he was a decent director, right? I think he did Halloween. He did Halloween. I don't know if he did anything else. Yeah, but that's totally at least well. There's a lot, but at Halloween, least Halloween was cool. <laughs> oh, House of a Thousand Corpses was kind of the other big, okay, sort okay. Of big one. I mean, I've heard. I haven't seen it. I'll be honest. I haven't seen any of the but Halloween I movies. Definitely, um, like heard it around, yeah. which means I mean, success. it was successful enough to get another one i guess yeah um, he had money from other things too but that's neither here nor there yeah but it was interesting like he made it you know a, a dent right at the very least uh in the in the movie world from sure, a guy yeah. who's pretty successful in the music world right right and uh, maybe it was just a passion project to him but i mean yeah. you could i think you could see it with like <laughs> the act he put on on stage like you could see him him transitioning to horror movies oh you know yeah what I mean? easily yeah yeah but i just love that he could because like music is a very pretty specific thing isn't it in terms of like being able to translate into other skills yeah but you could argue that like being a lyricist is more or less just a storyteller so oh yeah totally. the, the movie yeah. is just a, a different medium for that that's a great connection there but it's hard to accomplish successfully like uh sure people have to like really grind like there is a thousand people for every one of you that is trying to right. grind but towards the same at goal, the same right? time i'm sure there was a thousand better screenplays for a horror movie that came out that year yeah and didn't make it because there were not rob zombie oh yeah that's a great kind of <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, who who did Steven Spielberg? I watched an interview with him. Uh -huh. That kind of made me laugh. How he said when he was like young, like sixteen. I don't remember exactly when. Yeah, he just went up to like fucking Hollywood and just slapped his fucking name and a sticker on a trailer and was like, "This is my trailer. I'm make <laughs> movies." And then and they were like, "Okay." <laughs> like not in the way of like wow you're a badass you just did that they're like we don't we don't care I literally don't give a fuck, oh, what you fuck. Just, yeah. he just made he just had a good idea and they're like ah sweet dude like, and he's oh, like okay. cool I'm a director now <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I don't know about the fact checking or whatever but right, right, like, right. that was so funny to me yeah um, it's just fucking audacious right he's like yeah just these clairvoyant fucking speaking of people who rebel against school or whatever right like school is like essentially the structure that's put in place for people that are looking for how to do things right as opposed to just a clairvoyant who just decides what they are right right well that's like that's the main problem with like schooling nowadays is especially like schooling for young kids is like so standardized it's like sucking anything you right. would want to learn out of it so it's only in do you have an experience with that <clears throat> i mean i was <sighs> horrendously average high right. schooler you know what i mean and it wasn't until i made the decision as like music is what i want to do so i started focusing on that that i actually started doing well you know like i did well in all the music classes I was like okay cool well, let maybe let's pursue this i move out of my house i move i move to a different high school move to the city i go for my fifth year in london kind of thing and i do mostly music classes I was like cool this is working for me all my teachers like me um i'm excelling at a, a like a pace for at the point of which like my main instrument is now like boring to play at this level kind of thing so i start learning new instruments to play with the other kids and then i choose i choose knowing full well what i'm trying to do um to go to music school and university and that's why it worked out well for me because i was like this is for sure what i want to do so interesting you know i mean how old were you so when you just figured out music Oh, I mean, it was it was a guess for a little while. <laughs> in grade eight, in middle school, the my second year of middle school, uh, they make us take this uh, the, the, the test. Like it's like an online test. It's like, what are you gonna be? Like you put your interests yeah. into like a little yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, multiple choice like question, and they're like, I think my my three that came up were uh, music teacher, comedian, 
and I don't even know what the last one was. Music like, learner. No, it was, it was completely separate, like Janet or some, something stupid. Uh. There was like three, and it was mostly like music teacher, comedian. I was like, okay, that's fun. And I was like, nah, fuck the music teacher. I'm just going to be a comedian. And then I thought about it. I was like, I have no skills in comedy right now. <laughs> I'm like half funny. <laughs> Untrue. You're so, so funny. Um, <laughs> you're so funny. Thank you. So I did the. Oh my God, you're like so funny. I did the music teacher route more or less, and I was like, okay, I can do that. Like, I like teaching people. You're so funny. You're, you're so funny. I like helping people. Also, I love that music teacher was the like not musician first, just immediate teacher. Yeah, well, they, I don't. Th I'm not sure if musician was an option on the career chart. You're so funny. You're so funny. You're so funny. Thank you. Oh. Uh -huh. <laughs> you're so fucked. Yeah, that, I obviously didn't get it. So I mean, oh, I see. Uh, maybe it was, oh, maybe it wasn't. So I don't know. You're more inclined to teach. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So as soon as survey. I did that, and they were like, maybe you should start thinking about this because you have about four years until it's going to matter a lot. So I was like, okay, sure. I remember that fucking pressure in high school. Yeah, right. And you're like, this Jeez, is stupid. Like, wow, um, this is not the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, mom, maybe this is what I want to do. Can I start taking like lessons seriously again? Because I had do I'd done. I think guitar lessons for a couple years before that. Um, but I didn't really take it that seriously at the time. So I started taking uh, flute lessons and I was like, hey, this is fun. Um, I'm like talented. I, that was like, I have like natural talent for- Is that where you started flute? No, I started in guitar. Oh, sorry. Like I just <laughs> fucking yeah, said. Yeah, you just said that. I'm you sorry. imbecile. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll be this. So I started doing flute and then I like was reading more about like what I needed for- university i was like okay i actually need to start learning piano now too mm -hmm. okay let's start learning piano um, all the skills all the skills yeah we had to take like a test and i was like fuck shit and i was like oh you have to learn theory too and i was like god fucking damn it Dude, i hated <laughs> theory i hated theory <laughs> i honestly i hated piano a lot oh yeah i hated i hated learning piano i hated like playing like classical piano like there's a couple songs where i was like it was yeah it was like really one or the other like there was if I could find a song that I liked playing, I was like, fuck yeah, I'll memorize this easy kind of thing. But there's a song I wasn't too happy about, but I still had to learn. I was like, God, fuck. <laughs> Which is like more or less the reason why I got out of classical music in general was like having to play songs I didn't give a fuck right, about. Right, You talked about that before, yeah. Yeah. Um, the flute specifically. Yeah, yeah. But same concept. Yeah, so I did that and then I did my auditions. I got in and it was still kind of like probably music teacher kind of thing. So I went to Western University because um, I had a pretty good music education program. I had a, probably a really good music education program, um, at least in Ontario. And there was, and I was still kind of excelling. And I, I noticed I was fairly good among like the kids my age and, and even some of the people above me at playing the flute at the very least. So I was like, okay, I have two options here. I took the first year course in music education and then I auditioned for the early seat into the performance uh uh, performance like sect like you kind of split off like the music teachers go this way and then performance kids go this way and take different uh course loads so i auditioned for like the early entrance into that into performance and i took the first year music theory music teaching class and i got accepted into the early entrance into the performance and i nearly failed <laughs> the music theory in the music teaching class and i was like that Pretty much sums up. I guess that's been decided for me. This seems like a good choice. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm happy I did because there was a lot of like studying and like I didn't mind like history and stuff like that, but it was just like 
not what I want to do. I found much more enjoyment out of being in rehearsals and like learning the craft kind of thing and just like performing in general. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't mind this. I like this and I'm good at it, which is exactly how I felt about like going into music in high school. It was like, well, I'm not really outstanding in anything else, hmm. <laughs> but music is something I know I'm good at. So might as well kind of thing. So it was another might as well. Um, not that I didn't love what I was doing. And it wasn't until I started going into more extracurricular stuff outside of university, like going to like summer, like boot camps or whatever you want to call it, where I started seeing the passion of everyone else in like the music world in Canada and abroad. And I was like, holy shit, these people care so much more about it than I do. <laughs> Not that I didn't care about it, but like these people care so much more Get about it. Get on my it. level. Exactly. And I was like, I don't know if I can. Were you inspired by it? Uh, it was that inspiring. Like it was also scarce. demoralizing. It was right? both. It was both. Because um, up, up until that point, it's still like a um, small pond, big fish kind of thing. Like, right. I was really good for who my cohort was. So I was like really good. I was like competing with the master's students and PhD students and stuff like that. I was doing really good for just like an undergraduate student. But then I start seeing the people my age and younger than me doing way fucking yeah, yeah, better yeah, than yeah. me. And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> it's like these people have like passion on a whole nother level for this particular genre, right? And it wasn't until I lost my eye and it kind of subconsciously um, just started thinking about like, I kind of want to make my own music again, like I did in high school kind of thing where it's just oh, me and my buddy, I grabbed cool. my ukulele and we just like make covers or like I'd make stupid like joke songs kind of thing. There's the comedy. There's the comedy coming back again. I love um just the this listening to that story, just the process, uh, like you finding yourself via the process of education. Like at the beginning, we were kind of talking about how shitty it sort of was, and I think it is. Like trying to process thirty individual students for one teacher or whatever. You yeah, know, like yeah. oversized. It's almost set up to fail. Yeah, but like yeah, but yet the the alternative. What are you going to do? One to one teacher? That would be ideal. But good fucking luck. Like there's yeah. No well, way. that'd be homeschooling basically. Uh yeah. Oh, true. But that also you know has flaws for sure. Of course. Like of course. every once in a while. Yeah. So it's like almost the best that we can do. Like I the, like not a big statement. We definitely can do whatever. But like yeah. not to get into like trying to restructure education. <laughs> that is not my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's interesting to hear you kind of discover what you discovered going through the process anyway. Like. It's like at the very least, it's like we're trying our best to like filter people mm -hmm. at least what you don't like. If we can't get you to exactly what you like right away, we can at least eliminate some general things <laughs> so that you can like uh, see a direction yeah, and then try yeah. to explore yourself and encourage you. And it was kind of really interesting uh, to hear you kind of go through it. Um, I got professor on my fucking like um, professor. Like, oh, even yeah. above just a normal teacher. <laughs> yeah, the fucking top. I, I thought it was bullshit because I'm like, <laughs> what does that actually mean? It, like, you could be professor of anything, and I'm like, correct. So I was like, I felt scammed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, go teach, bitch. Like, at first, I was like, ah, cool. I'm like, the smartest, but I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> this like, is you've bullshit. given me almost no yeah, information. You've given me nothing. <laughs> you given me nothing. <laughs> He's just a teacher, which yeah. well, I mean, like that's a fair, like it's fair enough, but like I was, yeah, um, it didn't, a, it didn't help for, for like a two thousand and two like <laughs> shitty software algorithm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the yeah. best they could fucking do. Yeah, it was as good as a BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah, yeah. When I was fucking <laughs> like eighteen, I'm like, like oh, let's be honest, great, let's fucking go there or whatever. <laughs> I uh, going through my path. I j I did what people told me. People told me I had like uh, that. I had some like prowess in like psychology so i'm like okay mm -hmm. let's go do that cool yeah and then um tried that for a while 
and uh, found out I just wanted to do other things. Like I love people, but I loved like kind of more akin to like your comedy versus musician thing. Whereas like I wanted to augment the the like loving people with something, you know, like. Like I don't want to just do like be a stand-up comedian or whatever. Like I want to do this like <clears throat> Stephen Lynch style like comedy and mm-hmm. and, uh, and and music. Um, so I want to uh, so and then like people are everywhere, obviously, right? So it's like loving people is kind of just as stupid as being a professor. Like loving people, yeah, or like like appreciating people, like knowing people is like people are everywhere, right? And like you can teach anything, so it's like uh-huh. like once again felt like a non-specific. Right. Right, um, right. Not that I was necessarily still too broad to really matter. Yeah, in terms of like being told what to do uh, when you didn't really have an idea, uh, and then I just started like collecting different skills to be able to kind of combine together, like a like a science alchemist. <laughs> that was kind of fun, and where I found some niche. Like I, I realized I have a very kind of te- I, I have a love for like technical things. Mm-hmm. Like really fine details of stuff. I have a lot of fun, kind of puzzling it out. Yeah, uh, and it is something you have to find yourself. Yeah, totally is, totally is. And it could be so many, like fucking, so many directions. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of interesting. So if anybody's looking for they got to go, a random fine technical work kind of guy. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I meant like in terms of the fucking high school exam of what you're gonna do for your life. <laughs> Oh yeah, doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't fucking matter. Maybe take a year off. I remember <laughs> when I was in high school, I went to like band camp in the summer, and there was this teacher, one of the like professors there, who it was fairly far away from my hometown, but she lived in my hometown. Um, everyone fucking hated her, but she was like really fond of me because I was like from the hometown and was like doing music, which, which she loves. Which and she was very passionate about music and that's nice. She cared a lot about like the people in her community and stuff. Why, like why that. do people hate her? She sounds like a pretty she's stand-up a, girl. Uh, a handful. Okay. Yeah, her, just a uh, unfortunate personality. Um, so interested. I'm more interested in that. Than <laughs> the rest of your story. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, it was like. Um, <laughs> When she heard that I was taking like a uh, fifth year kind of thing, yeah, I was like, I don't know, like uh, maybe I would pass the exam to get into university right now, but I want to take another year and like continue to build myself. And I was like, I found uh, a high school to go that was more specific in music, like it was a higher class. There was more people there, so they could offer more variety in music, which was, I mean, I made the right choice. Like, let's be honest. Um, let's be. Honest. <laughs> I'm a god. But she was like upset. She's like, "Oh, you should just go. Like, don't take an extra year. Like, oh, you can weird. just do it. Like, you're gonna, you're gonna get there." And I was like, yeah, "Okay, sure." Finally. I was like, just like appeasing her so I could move on with my fucking day. You know what I mean? It was like, I'm still taking this. Like, I don't give a fuck what you're saying. <laughs> I was like, you might think that I'm like ready I'm, for this, but I don't feel ready for I, I this. I know you. <laughs> yeah. I remember like they they had this rule of like no phones, um, during like the when you're at the camp. So like if you brought one, you were supposed to like give it to them. And like, if you needed an emergency, you could come and, and take it kind of thing. And I remember like in like the second last day, I was just like on Facebook and I liked a post that like the camp had put out. And then on the very last day, she like came to me and I was, we were just kind of like talking 
And she was like, you know, I saw, I saw what you, you liked that post, you know, they're not supposed to have phones. And, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, so... Oh, you got me. Like I give a fuck. <laughs> and she's like, you know, if you want to be a counselor next year, that's going to come up. And I was like, okay, fuck off. Oh, God. That's so like, that's so like almost exactly. And I was like thinking about even being a counselor, but I just ended up going to a different camp. <laughs> oh, like so focused on details. Yeah. I was like like propriety cares. to a fault. Exactly. It's like, fuck off. Get off my back. That's pretty funny. It's <laughs> pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Sorry to interrupt your. Did I interrupt the story? No, nah, that was pretty much it. Was it about her? Yeah, her. I want to talk about fucking people. They're funny, dude. Who's. Do you have a customer of the week? <laughs> do I have a customer of the week? I got one. Okay. Um, for sure. And let me just think about it real quick. <laughs> um, who's funny? There's just so many to choose from, you know? Like. People are so. Oh, I had a funny. Nah, not her. <laughs> well, I was gonna tell about Man, the one. That I'm I just, so jealous of people that can remember shit like that. <laughs> what, <laughs> All really? of this stuff just breezes over me. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna forget about you. Wow, that is not so even true. intentionally. So true. But you don't forget about like your mom. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, of course. So what's the difference between these people are my mom? Yeah, yeah. I just mean, where's the line? Where's the line? Because you said it a lot. Like, like I think most people can remember people, which is why you were like, I wish I could. Like, I remember faces, but I don't. I have trouble remembering like events that matter little to me. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Maybe that's my myopic or something. Um, <laughs> but like, it's interesting because uh, oh, do you just not take an interest? What do you think? Okay, when you're talking with people, what are you thinking? Like, <laughs> what am I thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking of how can I help this person. That's fair. See, like, what do you? Is like, there anybody like, that makes an impact on you? Is it just people that don't make an at impact? the store? Yeah, I guess. Are there people that make an impact, people that are genuine, nice, and like, um, people that are able to like, kind of have a conversation that I don't hate to have. <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about this a little bit last podcast. Is there any that you really do remember? Like, is there some that stick? Like random customers. And this isn't like, like about... Like not contractors kind of thing that I see regularly. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Truly random people yeah. kind of thing. And this isn't specifically about them or the story, but just your ability to fucking recall and remember shit. Like, I'm kind of <laughs> interested in it. Like, Honestly, like, no one really leaves an impact on me. If, especially if I know it's a one and done kind of thing. I think, like, I, just internally, I'm just like, okay, um, this is not going to come up. Are you... You're not a one night stand kind of guy at all, are you? Uh, not really. No. Are, are, are you definitely a one-night stand? Because it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> it doesn't You're matter. You're like, I'm done. Well, no, usually like with a connection, like when I try and like have sex or like have a connection like that, I will take the time to remember things. But a person that's just coming to the store, like, like I, I grew up in fucking retail. Like these people oh, okay, are, are okay. so... I see. Yeah, yeah. That, you know at I mean? this point, it's just like whatever. Exactly. You're just another person coming in. Like, let me help you. Like, I'll, I'll be here. Like, I'm attentive when we're in the moment kind of thing. But it's just such like a small tiny portion of my life that I'm like I don't need this I don't need this information you know what I mean I'm, I would much rather remember like the important parts that's so interesting I'm like weirdly the opposite like for no good reason there's right. this um there's this gay couple who came in Richard and David and I helped them once like a year ago okay at the time of the story right uh, and I just helped them with, uh, it was a cherry shelf for their kitchen. Okay. And I was just invested for no reason into, I just really wanted to help. So I invest, I'm like, okay, pay me a picture. I'm in your kitchen. What are we doing? <laughs> you know? And that's like my way to try and help. 
um, mm-hmm. they came back a year later for something else, and I remembered. I I didn't remember both their names. I remembered Richard's <laughs> name. I was like, oh hey, Richard, and he's like, oh my god, you remember my name? And his his husband was like, Richard, come on, let's. <laughs> can we just get on with the project? <laughs> he was like jealous that I fucking. It was really funny. Um, <laughs> he was so impressed, and like, I, and I've gotten that reaction a lot. And so I, I think it's interesting. We're actually quite opposite here. Mm-hmm. I love exploring opposites because I think it's just cool. Yeah. Um, I I have no good reason to remember that. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about right. his cherry shelf. I just was right. like, this is the best way that I can help you. I think uh, it's more for some may- reason that sticks sorry, in my mind. I think it maybe is just a memory recall thing because there are customers well, that I've I'm helped with, about. and they will come back in, and I'll remember them at the very least, or like it'll take a second, and it'll be like, oh yes, now I got it. Right. Like now I'm tuned back into what happened the last time you were here. Yeah. But it's just such a like um, it, it, I don't know. I feel like it's all those customers is like I know more or less that I'm not going to see you again and this conversation won't matter. Ooh, and, like- I, and I think that it's very like internal, like um, like what w- subconscious kind of thing where it's just like, as soon as the conversation's done, I'm thinking about something else. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's cool. What, what you just said there really struck me. I was like, it almost felt like you're, you've already deleted them. Like while the conversation, like your hard drive has no more extra space. <laughs> it's refreshing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but me, I'm like, I don't know if we will have some kind of connection later. That's so I'm going to remember it just in case. <laughs> right. And I'm like a just in case guy. Yeah, and you're yeah. like no free space guy. Right, right, right. So maybe I'm just dumber and I have a lot of free space. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's it. That's the difference. Yeah, maybe. I got too much knowledge in this brain. There's not enough room anymore. For people? For love? It's like my fucking computer. It's like, it's like I always keep getting notifications. You have two gigabytes left. Like, God oh, damn, no. I gotta go clear more shit out. It's gonna slow. It's gonna, yeah, it's pretty funny. Hey. So, like, you ever think about when you get a new job? But the, a lot of the skills are kind of translatable. For example, customer service. Like you were working in uh, Ontario, customer service, and you come mm-hmm. to Windsor, and you use, you know, quote unquote, customer service skills. Uh, and you can. Uh, so you've you've risen in Windsor pretty quick in comparison to other people I've seen work there. You're pretty like pretty much like main administrator guy. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I had a choice. <laughs> I guess I guess if I wasn't good enough, Marlon would still be doing more, but still. Mm-hmm. But you are, and they've taken to that, right? So Marlon yeah. can himself can like move on to other things. Yes, yeah, it's necessary. Yeah, and um, and they've been looking for that for a while. Like I was kind of the target for that, and then I just moved more in the shop direction. And with Michael retiring, that just kind of just worked out. But right, yeah, um, that was the proper fit. Yeah. So taking like so taking those skills and like it allows you you're able to do that because you've had experience in customer service that lets you just kind of go through that shit really quickly so that you can um isolate what's specifically different about this company from the last one you worked at. Right. In order to um you can just conquer those differences quicker than somebody who has to learn everything from scratch. Right, right. Yeah, I already know how to greet someone on a phone and like just <laughs> yeah. give their fucking information. I know how to deal with shit customers and people that don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I already knew the. I, I knew a fair portion of what was going on in the lumberyard. Um, I was still fairly like, 
like service level knowledge from the time there for my time in the past because I was pretty young for the most of it right. and I hated what I was doing at the time. <laughs> like it wasn't even like it was a bad job, but it was like I hated working for my family and I Did you really? It. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, and I hated working in a small town. I wanted to get out and I didn't want to work at a lumberyard anymore. I felt like I had no other choice. I just felt trapped there, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> How did you end up in the same place if you felt so strongly? Um, I mean, like, I know you're felt, obviously doing music and everything, and yeah, that's Yeah, this felt like more of a choice. Obviously, I wasn't working oh. for my family. I ended up getting paid more. What's with the family? That's such a strong point. Mm -hmm. Did your mom work there, too? No, no, my entire family worked there. Not your mom? Not my mom, not my one sister. Everyone else worked there. Yeah. And, like, my... Um, my uncles started the comfort company. <clears throat> Not your dad? No, my dad got into it. My dad started with a towing company. Oh. And then he was just looking for more work. He had worked at a shell or like a gas station kind of thing. And he took over the towing company that the owner had. And then he was just looking for more work, something else to do kind of thing. He had the time. So he bought into um, the company, the Rona there. And then slowly all my uncles just didn't want to do it anymore. Oh, like the, someone became a contractor. Another guy started working with like pools or something like that. Oh, and then another one went back to farming. Like when my grandpa started like getting older. Mm. And then at a certain point, my dad was the only one left. And now he's left more or less. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah well, this, uh, it was the least, um, his least favorite part of all of the jobs that he has and all like the companies he owns and stuff. Oh, was, was was the one that you grew up in? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like my brother, mine and my brother's relationship was fine, but the work relationship was unfortunate. Oh, wow. That uh, I worked like for my dad. Juicy stories. Fine. It, oh, it was just weird. I just didn't, I didn't like. Your brother was much older, right? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, six yeah. years older than me. Okay. I don't know. It was just, I didn't hate working for my family. It was just a lot of things compounding on each other and I just didn't want to be there anymore. Um, and I felt that way for a long time, and it just <laughs> it it made does, it worse every year. some deep shit for a kid. <laughs> I mean, like, we, I say kid, but when did you leave? Um, I left when I left Ontario. <laughs> yeah, I got that. Well, how old were you? <laughs> how old was I? Fucking 20. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's, that's but I started when I was like 14. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right? So that's not much. Uh, there's not a whole lot of change from Rona to Windsor. How do you feel? Not really. Like, we did mostly like rough lumbers and decking. Right, that's what I mean. You can specify that, that, you know, you can go that specific because that's how little change there is. Uh, like, right, as opposed to like something a specifically, we like, don't really do that much here. No, I no, I, I meant like as opposed to music. <laughs> like, it's a very different, oh, we don't do decking, we just do a uh, rough lumber <laughs> and music. <laughs> it's a very different. <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, um, but yeah, so I, I had a lot of product knowledge, so it was fairly easy in that respect. It was just learning the the parts of the product that I didn't know. Yeah, and and that's like, and that allowed you to excel really quickly in this, you know, right, right, um, right. whatever job. Um, and it's interesting, like it, that concept itself is interesting, not necessarily like what what it is, uh, but that it happens. Um, <clears throat> whereas, like, say you work as a well, how would that apply to music? Like, you work as a your own music producer for a while, you get you get let's say you get a decent amount of fame, people know your name, you're going to be able to pick up a label like so much easier than I would from scratch. Right? Pick up like build my, building my own label? Uh, well, the, even, I, see, even now I don't know how to talk about like you. Um, 
you can just like because, you're talking about like multi, like similar skills and different aspects of like music and art kind of thing. Uh, well, like it, the the sense that like you you have so much more skill in music than I do mm-hmm. that you can obviously enter that world so much easier. Like I know that's kind of a redundant statement. Yeah, I'm already in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like because you uh, because the skills you got from school, like say school is the Rona, and then your own producing is the Windsor. Okay, so I get, I kind of get what you mean. So there's a lot of like basic skills you learn in like an ensemble kind of thing, like counting in, staying in time, like finding a key kind of thing, and like sticking around yeah. it and improvising around that kind of thing. So it doesn't see. matter if you like hop into a session with a div- new band playing a different genre kind of thing. There are still like basic tenets you can like draw upon to um, make make the first hour easier when you yeah, just kind yeah, of drop totally it. as opposed to just like starting like hey hey two friends let's go start a band yeah yeah and yeah. then you gotta like fuck around for a long time yeah yeah and I mean I, I try and be patient with shit like that like when <laughs> me and Toby were going he's like I mean, he's good at music and he can play guitar but he doesn't he's never done anything ensemble based right right so a lot of it was me kind of just like guiding him through the process of like learning these like these like core skills you know what I mean right. I feel like that's how you're um, having a conversation about magic with Jareth, where your friends are a little more high level, and um, oh yeah, teach him <laughs> yeah. like the basics. Yeah, everyone was they were a lot more um, patient with him than I uh, than honestly I expected. I was a little worried. <laughs> oh yeah, because I offered it to him when I was drunk, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I should have thought this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it worked out. That's cool. Yeah, but it's interesting. So uh, my general point there, just like it's neat that you can take. Like you'll never lose that skill uh, that you learn wherever in life, right? Like you learn hopefully. a skill. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, it's like kind of like a muscle memory thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the very least, right? You can like relearn it quickly. If yeah. You, if it was dormant or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it, it's cool to think about what skills you learn in life that can be helpful and like more. Are there skills that are more like general, like? that can be applied in so many places like customer service i feel like is such a good example because it's really just people like you're saying you don't have to deal with shitty customers (laughs) then you can also be a counselor (laughs) you know what i mean like (laughs) (laughs) those translate pretty well yeah well i mean i remember growing up a lot of people were like um it's good that you're a musician even if you're not going to go into music because you learn so many good skills i've heard that about programming discipline and all this other stuff like of course there's always skills like that like i feel like yeah, they'll say that about programming and they'll say about all these other things and usually the skills they're talking about are pretty much the same across the board. They're talking about like self-discipline. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the greater, right? Yeah, that's exactly. one layer up. Like assessing your own skills and not beating yourself up, blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. right? Okay, so if we're to make the perfect human, <laughs> if we were to be the perfect specimen, <laughs> what skills are we learning? I think self-discipline is huge, right? Oh, that's going to be huge. Confidence is going to be key. Confidence? Is that a skill? Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. I feel like that's like a... I don't know how to train it, but... Almost like an emotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I don't know how to train it, but it's definitely a skill. <laughs> I do not have. <laughs> how to be a narcissist. Um, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I was trying to get at something earlier. Um, With this line of topic? No. No. I think this one's done, unless you have more to say. I just thought it was, yeah, just the skill no, transfers. Um, so what topic? Was it the um, the school one? No, this is the one about uh, uh, about like being able to view yourself outside of yourself, but not in like an out of body way, like from a 
like seeing your own personality like a like a psychedelic out-of-body experience no specifically not um (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) that's like the easiest thing that that's what it sounds like but it's not Mm -hmm. the idea was like i remember we were walking with a couple friends uh and it's like who you, you know that like trope where it's like okay there's there's the muscle the smart the brain <laughs> you know that that kind of thing yeah, yeah. Uh, but more specifically like what your um not genetic makeup but your personality makeup is like have you'll never know if you've seen a guy like you because it's so hard to analyze yourself right you can only know there's a guy like you if somebody else goes like hey man you look you look a lot like that person but but not look like like you remind me of this person yeah that's the much better that nice nice that's a much better example um so have you ever tried to self like to do that for yourself right because it's like almost exclusively something oh i remind me of this person (laughs) (laughs) yeah but in a way of like that concept but in like who are you to the world you know what i mean like Mm. Like, where do you fit in into this, like, uh, whether it be left wing, white, right wing, um, whether it be like this fucking jock, this, this, uh, mm-hmm. uh, punk. Uh, this yeah. I think about that a lot. Do I've you? never come to a conclusion about anything, <laughs> but I do think about it. Well, it's hard, right? How yeah. the fuck would you yourself come to a conclusion about you? Of course. But it's usually like, I think a lot of people, I maybe I'm projecting. <laughs> I think a lot of people, like when they think about that, it's a worry. Like, how am I being viewed when I do this? How do I look like do I look like how I want to, like how I'm thinking I look, or mm. do I look like this fucking nerd, or like do I look like this, like this loser? Really? Oh, like, that's interesting. Yeah. It feels more like an insecurity thing. Yeah. I, I think that's relatable for sure. I remember thinking that at one point, but I'm more uh, specifically thinking about where you uh, fit. Uh, not not like oh, am I whatever? Like this your place is, in the world? Am I? Yeah, 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 yeah. And like in accordance to other people, like. It, not not necessarily what you are, but what right. they think. Yeah, no, I feel that. So, it's so I think I, I mentioned to the other time, like I like hearing. It might be a narcissism thing, but I like hearing yeah. other people like tell me what they think about me. Yeah, yeah, it feels narcissistic to ask what people think of you, but yet I but feel it's like so it's interesting to me. Like, how am I being? Yeah, I how am I being portrayed? Well, it's also important, right? Because if you're like. <laughs> in a negative aspect if you've got like a problem yeah i feel like i want people to tell me yeah, yeah. so i can improve and change yeah. it not even like a big like oh yeah. you're a drug problem or you got an alcohol problem but it's like hey uh, you, you're kind of a dick when this specific situation comes up maybe you mm-hmm. can fucking in like um or like hey you're doing in the in the positive aspect hey you're doing this really well um you should fucking keep going right and i think that's kind of nice i have gotten the mysterious thing for a long time have you yeah <laughs> super <laughs> funny tired. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so not PC. <laughs> I think he might be drunk. <laughs> oh man, the fucking sound. That's so funny. The soundscape. Uh mysterious. Yeah. So you yeah, you definitely got a lot of layers, my dude. Yeah, Should I we changed. do a self analysis? I, I changed. Is there a thing like oh, that? You don't oh yeah, it? you got all this psychology stuff. What? You got the psychology. I got tests. it. I took a year of school. I'm the best. Mm. <laughs> mm. Analyze me, sensei. Okay. Oh, man, what's what's your favorite drink? What do you? What color do you like? Water, <laughs> nice. Mm, so blue, blue water. <laughs> <laughs> so that should be your name in my phone. Blue water, but I'm already purple tanner. Purple fam. Oh, family's your favorite thing. Uh, fair enough. Love family. I love the different sides of you, actually. Um, oh yeah. Um, there's another little. 
We were talking. I was trying to attribute people to like the closest thing was Magic the Gathering deck colors. Oh yeah. <laughs> Where I'm like, oh, you're kind of like you're being a green today. Oh, you're being a black. You, <laughs> you seething. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're being you're being a a real mean, real you're being a real sorry, downer. Yeah, well, I know what it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> Black and white are just colors and magic. <laughs> so yeah, go on, go on. <laughs> I wonder if that sounds just funny in the recording. Or if you're being a black. You're being a black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll see if we edit this. Um, I'll keep it. Yeah, nice, nice. I like it. I like it. Sorry, sorry. Finish your finish your thought. I don't really oh, remember what it was. Um, uh, attributing people's like personalities to uh, colors. Oh yeah, yeah. It's kind of neat because like oh yeah, it's, and and speaking of like, like kind of stereotyping them in a in a way. Yeah, in a, in a broad way. And like, but speaking of like fitting in and whatever, and and uh, it's so easy to do that to other people, uh, but it's like a lot harder to do it to yourself. And what like, color are you? Yeah, and you don't know. You can only know. Uh, I feel like legit question. Oh, I don't know. Blue. Okay, cool. You only know what based on what other people tell you. Like you'll never be able to do it yourself. And I think that's interesting. Like you can never know how you come across to other people because only other people can tell you. Uh But you can never see it yourself. I find that concept endlessly fascinating. Cause you'll like I'll never know what I am to you and you can describe it and I can describe you. But it's like kind of pointless because it's only a description and not like a first person seeing like you can't be out of your own body and view yourself unless you do some real good drugs i guess <laughs> mm-hmm. um even then you're not really <laughs> yeah. more or less paying attention to what we're talking about yeah <laughs> and l- maybe this is just uh again narcissistic seems to come up but uh it would be neat to see yourself in the same way that other people do uh, like to I really said, know, yeah, just yeah. well, like no, not even what you are, but what they see. Yeah, but it's also a subjective thing. Like every person is going to see you in a different. Yeah, way. that's what I mean. Like, like it would be cool if you can just if mind you had, like jump. a collective self. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. right. Because that's what we kind of do as society. We're like, uh, Bill Cosby, huh? Not such a good guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we all pretty much agree. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if, and he has denied all the shit forever, right? And I'm not like getting into Still. it. Yeah. Still denies it. And so like what's, like he obviously there's whatever mental like, I have no idea if he truly believes what he's saying or if he's just like, I... He drugged himself at the same time. <laughs> oh, wow. That's not such an interesting perspective. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Put it in both classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But shit like that. Um, you'll never, like we'll never know how he views himself because we can't, same thing, we can't. Right get into his mind yeah i mean for the most part we can assume it's different from what everyone else is thinking yeah I mean, obviously and we don't know if it's like authentic or like as in like I, he really believes it or he just wants to stay out of jail or whatever or it's there or keep his image it's definitely a keep your image thing because it's not yeah. it's not helping you stay out of jail <laughs> yeah yeah that's true you it's a I mean? fair like, point i think he was given like a deal that's a fair point. of like if you admit like we'll help you get on like just probation and stuff right. like that and he was like no i didn't do it <laughs> and he was like all right i guess you're going to jail <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch a, a documentary called the staircase no oh it was just like this guy who basically got fucked by the court system mm. but he uh for killing his wife um that'll do it 
Uh, yeah. Well, he, like he didn't. Well, that's the thing. Like he, pretty sure he didn't do it, but you don't know. And neither did everybody else. Like the court, the jury, they're like, "That's uh, what a that's a weird circumstance." She essentially fell down a staircase. But like, <laughs> did he push her? Right. And like, like. It, it legitimately through the episodes i'm like he did it he didn't he did it he didn't uh, that's yeah. the point of yeah, the documentary yeah. and to show like the court reacting to it it was super interesting it's uh, cool how um you don't realize it when you like first get into documentaries but they are like very biased and that like mm. the way they can like tell you in each episode he did it he didn't is how you know they're like they have <laughs> like they're so good and like that's why they work kind of thing yeah but they have like a such a way with words and storytelling kind of thing that they're able to make you think something, even if they're cutting corners and mm-hmm. not telling you the correct facts. Fair. And it's just very, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, like documentaries fair. are such an awesome form of storytelling. Yeah. And they do it genuinely, right? Yeah. That's, I think that's the, oh. Yeah. You got to assume, like, you got to assume it's coming from a pure heart. Like, yes. they believe what they're yes. telling you as well. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's always my thing with like, it's hard. Like, I mean, politicians is one thing, but like with people in power and stuff like that, you got to assume that at the very least they think what they are doing is right. Yeah, always. And you can't always assume that, but like, I think it's a good place to start, um, and not just assume right. they're trying to do malintent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and that's what they, because that's what they think. Exactly. I also feel like, you I mean, hope. yes. Obviously, there's backroom deals, blah 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 blah, but we'll never know. Well, that's the like. I think the hard part is that it all starts like that and it turns into the other like at its worst right i think that's like the sad reality is like i've i've definitely been in positions where i've been like tempted for things where i've like i've like stayed true and i like had my agenda and stuck to it and like determined to be and then like over time in a situation happening over and over i'm like well you know like whether that be whatever i don't know like um, you know, fill in, fill in the blank. It's a Mad Lib. Yeah. Uh, but it's like I've I've known that for myself, and that like I am a flawed human being who gives mm-hmm. into temptation. Uh, and it's like you're changing every day. Yeah. And it's as a politician where you have people's lives in your hands and policy that sucks. Yeah. Like and like you're almost forced to be partisan. Yeah. Especially like, nowadays, the culture is just so toxic in that way where it's mm-hmm. like. If you're a pure-hearted person, you're gonna get laughed at or like shanked in the bucket. Yeah, you'll just never make it. Yeah, you'll yeah. never make it to the level you need. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like you got like there's like sacrifices you have to do just to get to the position where you can make change, and then you're still making sacrifices after that. Yeah, and it makes sense, mm-hmm. and it like sucks that it makes sense. Rough. What are we gonna do about it? <laughs> you'll find out next time <laughs> on <laughs> Rough Cuts. <laughs> What an outro.